0: Welcome to yet another edition of Kent and the Steering Team for another week, 190, 10 to go to the big 200. Um, wow, that's really flown by. Um, anyway, on with the show. Uh, as always, you are joined by myself, Phil, Bianca, Drew. Unfortunately, there is no Kent. He decided to stay home and forgot to set up a mic. Anyway, on with the show. Team, how are we? Drew, really well, I hope. Always. Always. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Bianca.
1: I am actually in good health, Phil. Are you in good health?
0: I'm in wonderful health. And Drew is too, right? <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. There's the tell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um You know it's gonna be hilarious um when we get we when we throw to our what the quote and Drew suddenly miraculously sounds absolutely fantastic and healthy.
2: Why do you think oh. it's at the end of saving my voice?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. That's how we do this. Uh, anyway, on today's episode, we've got death. We little, also have some... yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 we've also got uh, Apple and we do have um, some bits and pieces on Disney as well. Um, but I think maybe we should uh, throw right ahead and jump into some Apple. Indeed. Apple. so.
2: So, look. Ever since our very first episode, we've loved bringing the news of Apple to you guys, telling you all about new products and mm, mm, yes, yeah, you know.
0: basically we're, we're Apple, we're Apple fanatics, um, total fanatics. I mean, I think look at our phones, our watches, our computers. Yep. Yeah,
2: The fact that we've just been um, using our iPhones to send photos of our MacBooks to one another has been <laughs> uh, the absolute tell. But look, this, this week is, um, is no exception to our uh, Apple tales.
1: Of course, as always, we give it a week for the information to digest before we get into discussing it all.
2: Yes, mm. and uh, there was certainly a lot to uh, digest this time around, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, uh, many different things across many different platforms, but um, all of them fantastic and exciting.
2: Mm-hmm. So let's kick off with the new IMAX.
0: Yes, um, and uh, this year Apple have gone back to the past, so not to the future. Well, they brought the past to the future. Um, yeah, a little bit nostalgic, uh, and um, we are 100% on board with this idea. We love this idea. Let's do it, Apple. Well done. So, if you think back to when Apple first launched the original iPad, uh, iPad, iMac, goodness, technology. Um, original <laughs> iMac. We had it where it was. It was coloured. The interesting thing about it was that you could get in, get it in different colours. Um, in mm. the other room at my house, I have a orange original iMac. Um, we used to have a an aqua one until we got broken in and it got robbed um and you know, that was tragic because that was the day i lost bugdom but um it was in color and the the little mighty mouse the round circle mouse that I had which was such a funky thing not very practical yep. but very funky was also in the same color as the computer and so was the keyboard it was kind of um, translucent but it was the color of the computer and so what they've decided for this new iMac is to give it colors we've gone back to the past i love it though um yeah, you know, it's it It's just such an interesting, cool thing to have a computer with colors. Love it.
1: But it's so retro, and that's, like, basically a very in trend with throwbacks and what we always talk about, reboots and all that. And this yeah. is a very rebooted concept because even the colors are in the same vein of what they had back in the day. Like, there's the blue and the orange. Uh, but now they've also got the new ones, mm. which is, like, the red, which I don't think they had before. Um.
0: There was a red. There was a red. Yeah. Was there a red? Mm. There was a, a, red, a red. There was a
3: purple. Yeah.
0: What's What's different about them, though, is that that whereas I mean, before they were see through, now they're not see through. It's kind of like Apple exploring that idea of doing like matte black sort of things. But mm. um, it's it. Well, even with iPhones, there's coloured iPhones. It's there's a tinge or, a, or a, like a, a colour um, thrown into the aluminium blend that they're making, and it's do fantastic.
2: You, do you know what? It reminds me of the iPod
0: Mini. Yeah, it does. Um, oh, yeah.
1: I really love the had a,
0: My mum yeah. had a silver one. But, yeah, I remember looking at all the colours. It was like a lime green and everything. I, and it was like, I wow. had a
1: pink one because it's me. Um, yes. And I absolutely loved it. <laughs> but, Phil, sorry. This is a little... It's not off topic, but it's thing. I just remembered. Do you remember what we discovered last week of you Yes. Having- I, I had...
0: Um, so, later in life, um, after having the original iMac, we then had an eMac. And then a couple years later, after that, um, dad brought home... A bunch of IMAX, as in original IMAX, and we we're like, "Wow, this is awesome!" What are these for? And he was like, "They're for you guys." So we had one each. Um, oh. We got yep. them from Reverse Garbage. They were the garbage. blue ones. They were blue. We got them from Reverse Garbage um, because they had come from a school and had been donated to Reverse Garbage, and then we got them from there.
1: And they Manco. had been donated specifically from my primary school. So there is a chance that I played on that Mac at one point in my childhood. Because I think I did use most of the Macs at my school.
0: Because I, I yeah, had a
1: thing where I like, I wanted to try out all the different computers to see if they were different for some reason. They weren't. But I just thought they might be. <laughs> well,
0: kid logic. I mean, my, it died not long after that. But look, as a cool computer. We'll come to death later. But it, it died not long after that. Sadly. But I love the colours. I think the colours are fantastic. One reservation about that, though, um, my desk, like most people's desk, is not in the middle of a room and is, in fact, up against a wall. So it kind of defeats the purpose when what you see from the front is a weird white bevel. Uh, yeah, bevel, I, don't like white be- be- I don't like white. the white bevel. I don't like the white bezel. If you think of what iMacs look like now, there's a black screen with like, a, uh, like an aluminium bezel at the bottom with the Apple logo mm. on it um, in the same sort of black chrome looking thing. Um but, but now the stand, the screen, um, the stand, the back of the screen and the front of the screen um, and the sides are in color. However, there's a white bezel around the screen um, and there's no Apple logo at the bottom of the computer. So uh, it's a little bit kind of funky, but it's a much smaller bezel, I guess, which is a benefit, meaning that now there's more screen Um, Mm -hmm. with less overall size of the computer. So it's interesting. But the main solid color of the computer is on the back of the screen or the back of the computer. And that's probably always going to be up against a wall. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I I I think
1: it would be better if the color was brought through to the front. I think the only only crap part about that would be for anyone who's a graphic designer because that could kind of clash with their eyes. But other than that.
2: Mm. Yeah, well... Look. In addition to all of this, Apple has also brought out a new iPad Pro, which will, like the new iMac, be running on Apple's new M1 chip. Apple's decided to start manufacturing processing chips.
0: Yeah. Now, as um as you quite rightly pointed out, Drew, when um they were oh when we were watching the video, they um they threw a lot of shade. Uh, Uh, At Intel, the previous manufacturer of the chips for them throughout the whole thing, they're talking about battery life is much better. It doesn't get as hot. The performance is much better. Basically, every way that they could say that this is better, previous was shit. They did. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think it's... I mean, I I think it's interesting because, like, Apple have always been... Apple have never designed anything original I yeah. think it's safe to say they always back off uh, Windows and Microsoft's um, successes. And M1 chip is no different. They've looked at the Intel uh, chip and just been like, let's do something faster, fresh, and original. Um, and that's going to work better because th- they're not great innovators. They're better at improvements.
0: Yeah, here they um, are. Here they are, being an innovator with with Apple Silicon and the way that operates and stuff. I still they, don't understand how the hell Silicon operates as a conductor. Yeah, as a silicone. or a conduit. Yeah, that I don't know how it works.
1: It basically, like everything else, it's just. The way that it's programmed. I don't understand programming itself.
0: But it's like... But I thought that... I thought silicon was like rubber. How does silicon become Yeah, but
1: how, how do you get a tiny little metal chip to process something? Like, I don't understand that either. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I don't
0: understand that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any idea of that, Drew. I don't have the answers
2: to that either. But what is... Like... <sighs> Apple have been forced into the position of having to make things better rather than innovating because they did innovate at the very beginning they they, they were the innovator and then bill gates yeah. stole the idea for the personal computer off of the steves and then they then had to this. Yeah they then had to go back to the ground floor and redesign from scratch after he took their work
0: wait do you think that bill gates got rich because he's a really clever guy god he's no thief yeah he's a thief well, I, but it I, works I, haven't you seen that simpsons episode no yeah oh I, I yeah think wait the, i
1: did i watched it the other night
0: yeah bill gates walks in and goes huh you think i got rich by being original or something like that
2: i think, no, I that, I think
1: he said by playing nice
2: i think bill gates no. spends a lot of money on yeah. charity out of guilt because Maybe. I think, I hope so. I, I think that's I where all so. of that came from.
1: But now, because, boys, Yeah, uh, I was going to just change of topic. The Please other do. thing that Apple presented this week was something <laughs> you two give me a lot of shit for.
0: Yeah, now, look, um, in the same sort of vein as, like, an RFID chip um, that can come in, like, a luggage tag or something like that, like a passport holder, a wallet, that sort of thing, um, Apple developed... Uh, something similar But they call it AirTag Now um, it's basically like a geotag That can be used Like a, as a key ring Or um, attached to devices That way Bianca You never lose them Bianca mm. I will find a way um, to
1: lose it firstly Secondly,
0: well, you lose your tag and then forget that you lost your tag, and it'll take you a while for you to remember that you lost it.
1: Secondly, this morning I was almost late to work because I left my mobile at home, and I didn't realize until I was almost at the bus stop, which is twenty minutes away from my house. I call it, like oh I, I was screwed. But anyway, Christ.
0: um, um, but yeah, yeah. Look, the air tag works. It, it works basically. Um, on the Find My network, you know, the thing that Apple used to do is Find My Phone. Now it's mm. Find My because you can use it for watches, laptops, AirPods, um, AirTags, Macs, the whole kind of thing. Um, so, the the cool thing is though that they've they've basically, like, been able to accommodate the complexities of this new device. Um, so. Basically, they're going to make it so that everything that they have, you know, iPads as well, that sort of stuff. Um, all things that you use can be then used or, or located on the find by network. I quickly did find, by the way, as um, a side thing, how they use this thing. Um, there's also a clever way so that if you have someone else's, um, if you have someone else's air tag on you, like someone's trying to track you kind of thing, if your phone recognizes that it's been around for too long, it notifies you that there's an air tag nearby that's not on your network, still around you. And also, if it means that you've lost something, like lost your bag or something like that, you can make it so it pings your thing, you can work out, unless you left it on the train, it means that if someone's sitting next to that bag for such a long time, their phone will notify them and say, hey, there's something that shouldn't be around here, still around you. But if you're like, and what I mean by that is, if you were sitting next to your bag with your AirTag on it, that notification wouldn't go off to this stranger because your AirTag is near your phone, or your watch, or your iPad, or your MacBook, or something like that. But as soon as you're not near that, and that's left on its own, and that AirTag can't recognize that it has an iPhone that owns this AirTag nearby, it'll notify you and say, hey, there's some strange AirTag nearby, unaccompanied from its owner. What do you think? And you can then report it as lost, or... Wow. Yeah. So... Yeah. I
1: didn't like I, I get that but like wh- what happens if you have I've left something at your house which often happens I mm-hmm. often call you up in mm-hmm. the middle of the night going are my keys on your bed um, mm-hmm. And it's true And so say I've, I've left my keys at your house and I'm walking into the door of my house and being like, where the fuck are they patting myself down as I do mm-hmm. uh, I pull up my mobile mm-hmm. and I press find my keys. Will they beep next mm-hmm. to you? Yes. That's cool. Because like they don't have Wi Fi, do they?
0: No. But they have a they still have a, like a GPS kind of connection to your phone.
1: Very, very cool. Um mm.
0: But it can also but it could also bounce off of things in the area, I believe. So again, if there's another phone nearby or something nearby. So are they gonna it can use that? Are they gonna to be add be that to
1: like Macs and iPads as well? Because like I have an iPad, the twenty twenty, and it doesn't have mm-hmm. this. Uh if my iPad goes missing It will only work if someone connects to the internet. I don't know. Um,
0: You asked me something that I don't know about now.
1: Okay. Well, I hope so because that scares the crap out of me. But uh, hopefully I won't be losing anything else anytime soon.
2: Hopefully. But we'll see. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, we'll be sure to get you a few dozen. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. they're really expensive, aren't they? Like 50 bucks each.
2: Yeah, but you can get a pack of three for... Of four, a isn't pack of four, pack of four for what was it like 115 or something?
0: Hmm. I don't yeah. know, something like that.
2: Now, look, of course, no Apple event would be complete without a mention of the iPhone, and this time around, Apple are not really giving us anything new in terms of tech, but they are giving us a new colour, purple.
1: It kind of seems. I mean, okay, purple, love it, matches my hair, but um, it kind of seems purple, pur- pointless, don't you think? Just like. Bring out a purple color, and nothing else.
0: Well, I mean, perhaps sales aren't performing as well as what they'd like them to be. Mm. I don't think that's the case, but I'm just saying, perhaps not. I, I actually, I think Apple are having a really good time. Anyway, yeah. To
1: be honest, mm-hmm. though, like they already had the colored phones out, and even though I like purple,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I really just wanted colored MacBooks. After I saw the colored, colored iMac, I'm like, I need a colored MacBook because I always <laughs> wanted the L Woods MacBook. Yes, the, the little circular one in hot pink. Wanted that yes. my entire life. Finally, could afford a, few, a computer uh, to buy my own. They didn't have it anymore. I want a colored. Well, MacBook.
0: can you imagine? Well, can you imagine if this was like that? Like, can you imagine this being like a time jump as well? Like the iMac was the the mm. whatever the iBook, whatever it was. Imagine that coming back again as a MacBook in those colors, funky colors. That'd be cool. I I'm, I'm really cool.
1: crossing my fingers for next year.
3: Hmm.
2: No, I'm I'm just keen for the matching accessories Like the fact that the keyboard and the mouse Are all matching in the colour And it's a lot more subtle and sleek than it was 22 years ago But it feels appropriate for now Like it's that version in this time
0: mm. I'm so excited I mean I, I think that I'll be When I get the new iMac oh, If I get the new iMac <laughs> I will definitely be getting a colour trackpad I think we can all say when keyboard. it's okay Oh, just it's so tempting. It's fantastic. I want every I've color, the like
1: not not like yep. iMac yeah. color. Like I want the red iMac and an orange keyboard and a yellow mm. mouse, or maybe I want it in it's, the blue. It's basically and purple hues. I don't know. It, I just want something. Oh. I,
0: I've just started using my iMac again, my desktop iMac, and it's just that satisfaction. I mean, I've missed an, a desktop computer so much. Mm. Anyway, we've gone over. Let's go to a commercial. We'll be back with death zoning out of Zumba. Tired of the same old music muscle workouts? Well, then it's time for you to join the Gyration Nation and try Rhythm Robics. (music) Exercise those exercise routines and put that spring back in your step today. First three classes are free. Book online now. Rhythm Robics, the new way to jazz up your workout. And we're back now. Um i was watching a show on um netflix called surviving death um and now the first episode is all about near-death experiences um some of the other episodes then go into things like um mediums so the the one of the i think it's the second the second and the third episode talk about mediums um and like they t- they show them like um what they do and kind of how it, how it works and stuff like that. But the first episode is probably the most interesting one. That's the one that really grabbed me into it. Have either of you guys seen it?
1: I have not. Not yet. But I'm kind of interested well, now. Yeah you,
0: yeah, you should. So so um yeah, look, we're talking about death. And death is obviously something that happens to all of us. Um doesn't matter doesn't matter what happens. If you're alive, you're, you're going to die. die. <laughs> um yeah. And and so um seeing what this show looks at is just is interesting because again it is especially this first episode is the really fascinating one to me it's surviving it anyway um so um look this first episode specifically which is all about um near-death experiences um it's 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 basically um a near death experience is basically all that we know about like a personal experience of death um mm. or as obviously as close as we can get to actual death i mean we can't we don't know about actual death because we've not
1: gone you know, and come back
0: yeah because then it's not death it's a near death experience um it's as close as you can get to death basically anyway the most common kinds of um near death experiences um are uh, things like detachment from um the body or like um out of you know body experiences, it's kind of like what a what a detachment is from the body. Um rapid movement through a long tunnel, so you kind of you feel like you're going through a tunnel of some kind, um a bright light um kind of engulfing you or consuming you, or um life kind of replaying before your eyes, um, or like even total contentment. So something like that, really.
1: And so that's something uh, Drew's going to be able to tell us about next week, this knee death experience. He looks like he's just about to tip over. Um, <laughs> how you doing, mate? <laughs> you I'm, here.
3: Awesome? I'm here.
1: He looks so <laughs> off in the camera, like, yep. We, mm-hmm. we, we didn't really mention it, but the fact that we're all recording from separate houses this week on the count of the yes, fact so that Drew is sick. And we were waiting yeah, for his Drew's COVID done. test.
2: Oh, it's back yes. negative. We're okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're okay. But you know what? With how deathly he seems, uh, yeah, I'll give that a miss. Thanks. Um, You're so right. Anyway. Sweet of
2: you. Yeah, I'm alive. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> good, good, good. Um, yeah, you just uh, you hang in there. Uh, you, you, you have a have a seat for a little bit, Drew, and uh, we'll join back in with you <laughs> in a sec. But um, anyway, so on the show, the first episode, um, we hear from this lady. Her name is Mary Neal. She's an orthopedic spine surgeon or spinal surgeon. I don't know. Um, And she had a near near death experience. Um, Her near death experience went for about half an hour. So um, she was that's a long
1: time to be dead.
0: Yeah, yeah. So exactly. So she's as close to dead as you can get. She views it as you're dead when you're physically dead, and she was physically dead. But because she came back to life, technically, it's not. Death. it's near death because if she was dead she wouldn't be here anyway um yeah so she was she was um whitewater rafting um in chile and went off a waterfall and got pinned underwater so she was out of oxygen um she was essentially drowned for half an hour um she had broken bones throughout her body um she couldn't get out from being stuck underneath there um she then got rescued was revived Um, Her husband, when she was revived, again, about half an hour later, um, was told that she probably wouldn't survive the night still, even though that she'd been revived and all that sort of stuff. She lived and she's now fully recovered. Took her about, um, she spent about a month in hospital, I think, or no, several months in hospital um, and couldn't walk for several months either. Um, But anyway, so she she basically recounted how um, she could feel her bones breaking. She had no breath, um, but she didn't have any pain. Um, She could then start to feel her, like her soul or her like mind and spirit kind of thing detaching um, or leaving her body. Um, She kind of called it like her spirit being ripped apart from her body. Um, And then she started to feel like seconds were going for eternity and that eternity was feeling like seconds. So it was kind of like bouncing around in like time and, you know, her perception of time was just all over the place. Um, but then she um, started passing all these different people that she'd never met, never met them ever, um, but she knew that they meant something to her, kind of like um, the example she gave was like a um, like a grandparent that died before you were born, but you knew that they meant something. Mm. Um, so does that sort of thing. Um, and then she spoke about how... She rose up to the the heavens or God's world, um, and she could look back down at the river and see her body getting CPR, and and um, someone who was there giving her CPR kept calling out to her to come back, you know, come back and take a breath, you know, take a breath, breathe, um, and then she said that those people around her, um, where she was looking down at her body, um, these important people to her life, started saying to her, "It's time to go back." Um, it's not your turn yet. It's not your time to be here yet. Um, you've got more work to do on Earth. It's time to go back. And she, she remembers saying, oh, thinking to herself, "I don't want to go back. Like uh, this, this is that's done. Like I'm gone. I'm, this is me now." Um, and then, but she did. She went back to her body. Wow. Um, that's so like that's amazing that's a, to hear. That's near-death, yeah. yeah, that's a near death experience, man. Like that's a real near death experience.
1: Mm. I. I always wonder with this because I I am actually in both camps of yes I believe it and no I don't and I can't just mm. explain I can't ever pick because sometimes I'll be like yep, completely believe this stuff and then other days like I'm like nope doesn't happen you die you black out that's it yeah um, but in the camp of it I do believe it mm. it's because mm. of those like little things of you see people that you've never, met before but you know that they mean something to you um and that that's Mm -hmm. when i do because i have i've heard of experiences and i've weirdly had experience i've never died but things have very weird things have happened to me where it's like i shouldn't know what i know or i should not have known that person or seen that thing but i i have um Mm yeah for example uh phil's been to my grandmother's house my great grandmother's house and i can describe exactly what the outside looks like there are no photos there's no thing but i can describe exactly what the outside of that backyard looked like before the out the the outdoor kitchen was there so there's an out there's a second like tiny
3: Mm.
1: house out there like a little uh apartment i guess and it's got an outdoor kitchen granny flat that's what i was looking for thank you philip um Mm-hmm. And I can fully describe what the a, the backyard looked like beforehand, where the pots were, where we used to do the lamb on the spit and all that. That happened in 1989 when they converted that. I was born in 1993. For some reason, I knew it exactly. And it's just this thing where it's like, I've always known it, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing of she knows people, but... <laughs> She's never met them. They're just someone who's happened before. She be- that like really speaks to me, and I, I, it makes me believe that that happened. Mm. But then yeah. there's another Look, part I- of me that remembers that we we actually all have LSD in our bodies, and when we die, it gets released. Um, that helps us actually go more peacefully. Um, so I sometimes mm. wonder if it's an LSD trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that though. You know I mean I, 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 I get it I, I I get it in the sense of um, uh, I don't know what to believe is out there or after he- here because I can't know that. I don't know Does that mean? it's not even an answer that's a non answer but I don't know true <laughs> thoughts.
2: I think they call you agnostic. that's <laughs> you believe in something called... you're just yeah. not quite sure what.
0: But only when it comes to death. In all other aspects, I'd say I'm purely in the atheist category.
2: But an atheist actively believes in nothing.
0: No, that's not correct. An atheist doesn't know. That's an agnostic that doesn't know. No, no, no. no. An an, 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 an agnostic agnostic doesn't
1: know what to believe in. Yeah, It it believes something's real, but they don't know what to. An
0: an atheist no exactly and an atheist believes that there's not enough evidence currently presented for there to be a belief I'm not it's not that I don't believe it's that I don't believe there's 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 answer yeah but no but see so you'd be agnostic I am atheist because I don't believe there is the evidence to to justify belief
1: I think there's a lot of evidence I think there's a lot of evidence and no one knows the answer Um, we don't know how to interpret it that's Hmm. That's because yeah. I don't know. So but he knows that he mm. there's not enough evidence. He thinks there's not enough evidence. Yeah, I don't believe, believe does isn't evidence.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, little anyway, little I mean, facts um, of
1: how to describe agnostics versus atheists. Meanwhile, we've got a Christian. <laughs> Drew.
2: Yes. 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 We have a Christian. What do you um, think? I know what I believe, but what what I think is that until each of us actually goes through it when none of us will know in a tangible way. There's no knowing until it actually happens. Mm. I know what I believe and I would like what I believe that's, that's to it. be it. But I, I'm i not going to run around like many, uh, many a religious person would saying that what I believe is the way. It is the only thing and that it is true. We do not have as you said a um a a very tangible evidence to um support the fact
1: but what do you believe Mm. just out of curiosity
2: i believe
1: general curiosity
2: so i believe when we die the go straight up to the pearly gates and then you're waiting in the queue with everyone else um for saint peter to read from the book of life and read out your life and then it'll be judgment and then Decide where you go. That's and interesting. I do believe I do believe that you can choose. I think you'd be pretty stupid to choose to go down, but that's but that's you, where my belief. Do you think that so, some people
1: so. don't have the choice to what well, no. to go up?
2: <laughs> no, because my belief is that everyone immediately goes up to the gates, and then the decision is made whether to stay up there or to go down. But I d- I do believe that people have that choice i I, this is where i get stuck because i i do wonder if there are people that would actually choose not to or if there were people that did such deplorable things in their life that they were not given that choice so on that front i don't know i i would wait and see i guess but i would like to think that even the people that did the most horrendous of things found in them a way to see what they did wrong and to try and repair from it even after death but again we'll see
0: um
1: that's interesting to me
0: yes it is interesting to me too like it's 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 funny because it's like um it's like a conflict with my logic like it's a in, in 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 the best possible way it's a conflict with my logic does that make sense like yeah because because i can only base my um my beliefs are, can purely be based on fact or or um as much evidence that's been presented to me it's just it's just interesting to hear other way other other people's perspectives because it's
2: see what where i like to think about this is where I, I always find it interesting when, when people go, oh, well, prove to me that there's a God. And, and then, you know, the response is, well, prove to me there isn't.
0: Mm. I, but but does but does and, the burden of and, proof not fall on those that believe rather than the, them that don't believe? Because the, 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 the zero position is don't believe. To be convinced of something is to then believe. But wouldn't the burden of proof yeah. fall on the be- proof that you do? I don't think it's for anyone to have to prove anything, because I don't think, like yourself, you don't throw that yeah. at anyone, so it's not right for me to then be like, well, no. I challenge you, because... Who cares? Do you want? I challenge you to... I,
2: a... I only bring it up when asked. <laughs> I, I don't even bring it up. I... <laughs> that's it. But, that's, uh, that's you that's know, true. like, I, I bring... Mm. I, I, I bring it back to, w- Philip, one of yours in my favourite movies, The Santa mm. Claus, where um, um, Charlie... What? is having the yes. discussion with Neil million about millions. whether or not Santa's real. Yeah, the million dollar argument. Have you ever seen a million dollars? No. Well, ha- just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. And and again, it it comes down to me that the idea of it's not worth it's not worth de- debating uh, not not to try and hurt but purely out of the point of debating it's not worth debating something that that's a non-issue. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, it's a non-issue.
2: Exactly. And and at the end of the day, it is a non-issue because everyone knows what how they should behave in life. It, you don't need a religion or a lack of a religion so to tell you. It worries me, it's,
1: however, sorry, Phil, cutting you short. It worries me, however, when there are people out there who say, well, who question, how do you live without a religion? Where do you get your morals from? Uh, but that worries me in general because if you that's, that's only Bianca, get your morals from your religion. Yeah.
0: That's when it comes into, that's when it's okay to debate it or try and argue the point. But, but when it's, when it's not harming anyone or it's not, not affecting anything, then I don't think yeah. it's relevant to debate that because it's, yeah. And, and that's, so that's the situation where then yeah, I go, that I okay, agree with. let's have a discussion then.
2: Which, which is, which is like, like either of you, if I, was engaged by let's say a bible basher i would happily debate with them the Mm. same way either of you would and i wouldn't tell them my belief because it's irrelevant to it It, what's relevant is the behavior and pegging your behavior on something that doesn't necessarily condone it Mm. it's in the interpretation anyway
0: we've got on a massive tangent but a but a cool tangent i appreciate that tangent as we always do as Um, as we always do (laughs) um getting back to death and near-death experiences um there are two um um two two ways that you can kind of um experience um near-death experiences i guess or there's two ways these things kind of manifest themselves um so the first one has to do with the the left side of the brain um and these things include um things like slowing of time i don't know like for example seconds feeling like eternity that's one way to um slow time um another one being something like feeling like you're floating or flying or up above or something like that um now the second way of these things manifesting is through the right side of the brain um that's all about the um you know, you talking to things or spirits or thinking that you are and, and that sort of hallucination um, or even voices or music or sounds, that sort of stuff. Um, and then in amongst all of that, so those two ways are the ways that they manufacture or, or manifest themselves. Um, in amongst all of that, then there's a little bit of sprinkling from the temporal lobe. And that's obviously the area that has um, memories or familiar faces, um, that sort of thing. So that's kind of maybe where that idea of of um, life flashing before your eyes comes from. But like as we were yeah. discussing
1: with religious views, like some of this is if this is all mm-hmm. in her head because she's dying mm-hmm. and it's her brain trying to process this information. Some of the, like some of the experiences she had, might actually just come out of her religious views. Mm-hmm. She sees heaven. She sees people who have died. Um, if she doesn't believe in a god, then it might be confusing, like having an experience like this. But,
0: but just quickly, like, just quickly being if- just quickly on that point though, um, not to say that maybe it's true. You know, it could be that this is what she's seeing um, is literally what she thought she would see, and it is really happening you yeah. know what i mean but but i mean yeah it could be it could also very much be that perhaps because she believes it's meant to be that way that is then what's happening in this moment
1: yeah like it has it has the both ways where it could just she's maybe might, might be interpreting the fact that she died mm-hmm. maybe she had a dream as she was waking up like you always have dreams as you're waking up mm-hmm. um that even though if they seem really long they're actually quite short mm-hmm. it's when you're in your lightest phase of sleep um But, yeah, it might have been her brain fucking with her as it, like, popped and banged and spluttered off to go into abyss. Um, But, like, Mm. I mean, we wouldn't know any of these new death experiences if people weren't actually near death. So that could also just be trauma. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Um, Like, we wouldn't Mm. know about it if death was successful. But, like, Carl Sagan, who is a scientific writer... Thinks that it has to do with endorphins being released, which is kind of like what I said before with the the LSD thing, and you basically lose control. Yeah. Or even when that, even that happened, like is maybe you kind of have a depersonalization from your body Mm because you feel it failing you to this extent, and it's like your mind trying to stop you from giving a shit, so you can just go. Yeah. Um. It could be anything. It could be all spiritual, and we could all be wrong. Well, mm. Philip and I, you can. Philip and I could be wrong, mm. um, and you know, you actually go somewhere after. I like to think we go somewhere after, because I, I, really be yeah, I want to be a ball of energy. I think I would like us. This is my ideal mm-hmm. after death scenario: us to be a ball of energy, so that I can just go fly off into space. Because I just want to go to fly, fly in space.
2: I think you got very attached to the movie Soul.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I've, I've had this dream longer than Soul exists. Uh, you know the song Drops of Jupiter? When I found out that was yeah. about um, his gra- his mother dying, sorry, and how he always thought that if she when she died, she probably would have gone off into the planets to look through Jupiter. That's why, yeah. that's why the song's called preci- Drops of Jupiter. I appreciate that. I was like, that would exactly be what mm. I do.
0: I, I think I think I'm more more morbid in the sense that I think that unfortunately, when when our time's up here, um, the judgment that we have is from ourselves looking back at our lives, and and or or like you know, if you kind of start to feel like you're overstaying your welcome on the planet, or you're just ready to check out, you stop caring about that. But yeah, I think that this is the life that we have, the one and only, and it's for us to do and live it how we want to live, and that's why I think that that on another level that murder and um, early death and all those sorts of things are just so painful and hard to deal with because it's forever you know someone could be you know your friend or your parent or your grandparent or um, a school teacher or anything you know Um, and and they're gone mm. and what you experience for the rest of your life i think about my grandfather you know he died when i was 11 or something like that a week into um high school and he was such a big part of my life and then for him to just die like that i think about it now and go here i am and the year is 2021 and he's still you never forget that person but he's such an irrelevant part of everyday life now and isn't that just such a tragic kind of idea and uh, but that's the reality of of life I won't see him again to me um that's that he doesn't exist and and his future doesn't exist or matter because it's they're not around anymore and that's such a kind of kind of yeah morbid way of looking at it but but that's what death is death is the the final stand it's the the final frontier it's the end it's it's the last bit and once it when it happens when you crest that hill that's it you know um your legacy is all that's left of you and you you just cease to exist. It's kind of like when you have um, um, anesthetic. You know, I remember when I had a general anesthetic when I had my kidney stones and I woke up from it. I couldn't tell you that a single second had passed. I just finished telling the nurse about my story about how Norway's my favorite holiday destination. And the next second I was waking up all groggy and I was like, well, how the hell, what? And it was dark outside. When I went to the room, it was like midday. I just couldn't understand how time had passed and it's the lack of consciousness is what death is to me that's the end that's the end part of death not near death it's the end part it ceases to be anything
1: well on that morbid note <laughs> let's go to our next commercial break and we'll come back with something a little, a, what the bit quote, brighter, a little bit shinier it's our what the quote oh yeah sorry It has our what the quote let's go to that
2: and now it's time again for what the quote Of
0: course, last week's quote was It doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not
1: Um, Philip, I actually think that's wrong I think that's the misheard song lyric
3: Of
1: Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer And the actual lyric goes It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not
2: Much better Now, what is this week's quote?
1: If you guys were the inventors of Facebook You'd have invented Facebook
0: now, if you know what that quote is from, make sure you reach out to us on one of our many social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the like. Anyway, back to the show.
1: And we are back and with our third topic for the evening, which is Disney slash Marvel do not tell their actors shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. If you have not watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier... Philip. And you want to watch it?
0: Nah. I'll get to it.
1: Stop listening now. Turn Look, off the I thing. Mean, you can come back and listen to it later.
0: Everyone caught up on the Marvel. Everyone that wasn't really into Marvel at the very very beginning waited until halfway through phase two before they went back and watched all the Marvel films, let's be honest, like myself. So, come on. It's fine. We've, we know that spoilers exist. Get on with it.
1: <laughs> the finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, happened, and... Afterwards, Marvel announced a fourth Captain America movie starring Anthony Mackie, taking over the shield with Sebastian Stan returning as the Winter Soldier. But that's not the news we're here to break. No, the news that caught our attention from this headline is the fact that the star of said movie, Anthony Mackie, learnt about the fourth movie from a fan at the grocery store.
0: Who's Anthony Mackie? Anthony
1: Mackie is the Falcon.
0: Oh, is he going to be the? the um, going to be Captain America.
1: He is Captain America. So in the last of the other
0: Who Who is the other guy that was meant to be Captain America? That's like loser guy from all the memes.
1: Oh, a John Walker. Um, he no, was know. Captain America briefly, and then he turned not So because he took the serum, and yeah.
2: And now he's U.S. agent.
1: <laughs> yeah, who's another Marvel character. Yep. Which is right. what happened to him in the comics. So people who are like weirdly disappointed now, I'm like, no, that's what happened. No, um, no it's good. Yeah, so, but Anthony Mackie... So, in the end of Endgame, um, Steve said to Sam... I was like, I was just going to call him Anthony Mackie. But Steve said Mm to Sam, um, you are now Captain America. Here is the shield, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Sam said, I don't think I am. Um, Mm. He went through a whole I doubt myself thing in this season. The only season I think is going to happen. Because the show was called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
2: And then it and changed its name he, at the end.
1: Yeah, it changed its name into the, at the end to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which is also the movie of the title of the second movie. Um, and yeah, and now he's Captain America. They changed all who's their. Who's Falcon? No one's Falcon. Now. Why not? He still has the wings though,
0: which is. Kind yeah, of... he's like a well, hybrid. Hang on, what? Well, well, how's he super strong anyway? Because he Captain America is super strong because he's. He's not, so
1: he uses his wings to, like, booster himself.
0: Yeah, oh, come on. This is just Jesus Christ. Okay. He's,
2: he's like Iron Man with wings now. And, right. And yeah. And cat shield.
0: Yeah. Right. But hang on. How did he find out? He found out in a shopping center or in a grocery store.
1: Yeah, so a fan came up to him after the show was finished airing and goes, you know, dude, it's so exciting. You're Captain America. It's great to hear about your new movie. And he's like, what new movie? And then he's like, you know, the new movie. And then he pulled out his phone and, and Anthony Mackie was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so um, this fan pulled out his phone and showed the Twitter announcement um, that there's going to be a Captain America 4 done by Marvel.
0: <laughs> and- How did he not know? What if he didn't agree to-, to that? What if he said, nah, I'm not signing that contract?
1: I don't know. I think I think he's I think he's signed up.
2: Except that he already did. Did sign the contract to allow for it to happen I think
1: he's signed up for a certain amount of movies Yeah Like most of them are So they don't actually have a contract saying um, You know, you're going to do this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie It just mm-hmm. says you're going to do You're contracted to do eight movies for us Or something right. like that
2: Yeah But right. look, this isn't this isn't the first time the Marvel's um, done something like this Where they haven't told their actors what's going on um, look at Tom Holland when he found out he was Spider-Man after he got tagged in an article on Instagram.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he was <laughs> this poor kid. We know what he's like and he, you know, he tends to spoil oh, lot of things. He tends to just be a very kind of all over the place kind of guy. Um, but he like, he, um, he literally, not just figuratively, literally <laughs> broke his laptop when he dropped it, um, based on finding out that news so you know um I, I think he has something like he still has that article saved on his computer or like a different computer that, i don't know you know how itunes or oh, sorry that's Apple that's
1: kind of cute though yeah. i think he's got it yeah he's he, yeah. he said in a few things where he still has the first article he read announcing that it was spider-man saved on his computer
0: imagine that what Good a career change mm.
1: yeah but like in more depressing news the avengers endgame star emma Furman who was played uh, Cassie Lang in the movie? Uh, five years later, after the
2: in Endgame snap,
1: yeah, yeah, um, she found out that she was being replaced in Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. After reading about it on Twitter, which I think is the slackest of them all, she thought that yeah. she was going to be in Ant Man and Quantum Mania. Uh, found out on Twitter that they it ain't had recast. Happened.
2: That's really shit. So, who have they replaced her with?
1: Uh, Catherine Newton, who, funnily huh. enough, caught her break out of Disney and being a child actress when she replaced another child actress named Sydney Imbu Imbou, I can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her right, last name right, it's Imbo, I think, yeah. um, she, she replaced her in Supernatural and took over the role of, I think her name was Claire, um, and then she got a role in Big Little Lies and starred in that, and eventually she was in the- um, just she was one of the main characters in Detective- Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and yeah. <laughs>
2: I, I really liked her in Detective Pikachu, but I I don't see her in the role of Cassie, at least not nearly as well as Emma Furman or- even the young girl that played Cassie in the first two films who i'm imagining by now is really old enough to play the role
1: i don't think she is i think she's still like she was only like 8 or 9 she mm, might be 13 course. 14 she, but Cassie is the- supposed to be about 16 17 yeah
0: she's the daughter right okay. right yeah yeah she's yeah. ant man's daughter yeah yeah um right.
1: i mean i i feel really bad for emma Furman cuz like she was in it. She really wanted that Cassie part. Like, she
3: mm-hmm. got
1: into all the comics. She started training and doing, stunt like, stunt work at the gym and, like, learning about all this stuff because she wanted to be in the next movie in case mm. they were going to actually... Because in the comics, Ant-Man's daughter Cassie Lang is actually the Wasp. Um, mm. She takes on that role. Um, like, she really wanted to get it. And they, they are looking that they, it looks like they're going to do the Young Avengers, which Cassie Lang is a part of the team. They've got all the characters set up for Young Avengers now. Really? In the MCU. This is enormous. Yeah. Wow. So um, they introduced them in like WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And mm. it's going to be, they're going to be in Hawkeye and all that stuff. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's depressing, but of course she's not the only person to be fired on Twitter. Oh
0: God. Imagine that though. Imagine mm. actually being fired on Twitter though. That's like, that's pretty rough. Pretty rough like, Couldn't they literally Couldn't anyone That gets fired Via Twitter Could they not have just Sent a text even But do we have examples Of anyone else
1: um, no. The former administration
0: Yes uh,
1: yeah. Did fire quite a few people Over uh, oh, yeah. Twitter Including I think Their defense minister Yeah but he's a Defense he,
0: He's a loose cannon Defense uh, He's a loose cannon And an idiot So you know <laughs> Who is sense. That's true the former administration Ugh
1: no, I, yeah, oh, I we're not saying it. Um, I like, the, I like the idea someone posted on Twitter that um, their Marvel slash Disney HR department idea of hiring is just like surprise or just not telling anyone <laughs> and then they have to show up magically on the day. Nasty. Um, Anthony Mackie also did an interview with MSN News this week And said Mm. about the casting announcement I love working with Marvel Because you literally find out stuff from people at the grocery store They didn't call me and tell me This dude at the grocery store Takes off his mask and goes Are you really really starting part 4? Anthony Mackie was like What are you talking about? He takes out his phone and goes Look, it's you And I'm like, fuck, no one told me It's always a surprise Um, I found out in the grocery store buying red beans and rice (laughs)
0: Fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. Start so good on Marvel slash Disney.
2: I hope that I hope that guy got a selfie with him and was like, "Yeah, my I just told yeah him. <laughs> I'm
1: the dude. I'm the dude who told oh, Anthony Mackie he was gonna be yeah. Captain America for. Oh, there's that sound again. Mm-hmm. Um Guys, yes, I mean just we have to do Sit Kent of the we Week. We do, it's
0: the end of the episode. Yeah. Time for us to wrap up and time for us to go now. But uh, yes, our Sit Kent of the Week. Um, we have some nominations. <laughs> Bianca, your nomination.
1: My nomination is obviously the fan who told Anthony Mackie that he was coming back as Captain America. I just think that's so funny.
0: I like mm-hmm.
2: that. I like that.
0: Um, I, I had one and I can't remember what it is. Does anyone remember what I was talking about? I can't remember.
1: I tuned out for your thing and I heard something about Canterbury Bulldogs.
0: No, that, that was a brief one. That was just a joke because my team finally got a win <laughs> that last was, week. That was a dig at me. It wasn't a dig at you. It was a dig at how shit my team in, is and the fact that they won only one game so far. From time of recording, only one game so far. They could have won this weekend. Unlikely, but only one. Hopefully, future Philip is very we'll excited. See. We'll see. Anyway, we've only got one nomination, I guess, because I can't remember what mine is. It's going to pop up as soon as we finish recording. But anyway... Um, guy who told <laughs> Anthony Mackey, you are a sick end of the week for this week. Congratulations. In fact, this, this is top. a surprise that you're going to find out um, via this podcast whenever you listen to it. Never. Anyway, team. Bianca, <laughs> thank you. Drew, Phillip. well done on surviving that. Um, and well done to all of us for surviving the crackly kind of laggy um, thing. I blame my internet It's so crap. Optus, you're not doing a very good job because last night, um, as a fact, I had 0.5 megabits um, upload, uh, sorry, download, and um, 0.00 upload yesterday. So that's not very good. Yes, with a ping of 13. So it's responsive, just not good. Um, That's that's (laughs) the end for you. Anyway, team, thank you, everyone. Yeah.